got some fresh hey i'm luis doing something and i'm luis and you're listening to the content is profit podcast and we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques on how to create some content that turns into profit if you like to learn how to turn that content into profit go to contentsprofit.com oh yeah why are you laughing fancy today why are you laughing i'm laughing because from this side when we're separate the the audio like the music kind of like cuts out a little bit so i cannot time the intro right so i was like am i doing it right am i doing it right but it was i think it was awesome i think we nailed it what are we talking about today fonz yes today we have an incredible guest actually round two for this guest and we're gonna talk about unlocking your podcast potential for profit, reach, and impact. Oh, uh, baby! I gotta say, I gotta say, disclaimer: I did borrow the headline from his course, actually, because it was so good, so juicy. I had to. I so, had to. Hashtag juicy, juicy. All right. <laughs> hey, um, we're not even gonna talk about sponsorship today because today's episode is sponsored by our guest, and he's gonna tell us all about it today. Oh, but yes. we are gonna ask you go ahead and follow the podcast. We've heard, and maybe our guests can com- confirm this, we've heard that Apple is taking the subscribe button out because it was confusing people. They thought that they had to pay. And no, this amazing content is always for free. So go ahead and follow us on the podcast, Content is Profit, everywhere, and on social media at BizBrosCo. Make sure you leave a awesome review in there as well. I don't know. I, t- I just took over. I just took over today. <laughs> that is right, guys. And please, if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will because today's guest is amazing, if his message helps you to move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this podcast. And like my brother said, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Thank you. Route two, let's go. Today, we are having a guest for the second time on the show. The first time he was here, he brought the heat. And we're sure he'll do the exact same thing today. I know. Today's guest, he's actually releasing a brand new course. So we had to bring him in here because what he talks about is so freaking valuable. Let me tell you, last time he came we put a little note right next to his name that said podcasting masterclass so when he came back and he said Fonzie and Luisa you know what I'm actually releasing a course about podcast marketing academy and I want to share with your crowd I was like yes please do we will be extremely excited to have you on our show once again please welcome founder of Counterweight Creative and the creator of the Podcast Marketing Academy, Jeremy M. Hey, Louis, <laughs> great to be back on the show. Yes, Thanks so much for having me. Of Appreciate course, it, man. It's always it's always exciting to chat with you. You're at the forefront of all this incredible modern media world, man. So oh, yeah. uh, I can't wait to dive deep into what you're bringing today. Yeah, man, you guys you guys bring the heat in the intros, like being backstage, and it's just like. <laughs> feel really good going into these interviews. <laughs> Thank I you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I actually that feel a like, lot, especially like, today. <laughs> I, I feel like today's energy wasn't that high. I don't know. I, I feel like since I'm at my girlfriend's parents' house, they cannot be <laughs> that loud, right? I, I need to be like somewhat respectful so I cannot fully scream 100%, but I appreciate the commentary. I you. disagree with that, Fonzie. You need to bring the energy no matter where you are, man. So you got to go talk to your in-laws and be like, hey, guys, you know, I'm sorry. I'm uh, It's podcast time. It's showtime. You got to do it, you know? It is showtime, baby. <laughs> it is, it showtime. is showtime. And with that, Jeremy, you know, why don't you 
I for people that want to listen about your story and the whole, you know, podcasting masterclass that we did last time, they can go to episode 131. But, you know, let's just give him a quick little recap on who is Jeremy Enns, and then we'll move on to the Podcast Marketing Academy, which it is absolutely amazing. Yeah, so um, like uh, you've already heard, my name is Jeremy Enns, and I run a podcast production, marketing, and strategy agency called Counterweight Creative. And so I've been doing that for the past five years or so, working on the, the insides of a number of different podcasts for our clients. Um, we've helped our clients generate over 45 million downloads in that span and help them Ooh, generate millions baby. of dollars through um, sponsorships and sales of their products and the, the funnels that they create through their podcasts. So have been definitely on the inside uh, of a lot of podcasts, as well as a huge fan from the outside as a listener myself, uh, going back years before that as well. So um, I yeah. live and breathe podcasting and uh, just like can't talk about it enough so i'm glad that you guys are giving me the opportunity to just like you know spew out all this stuff my girlfriend gets tired of it about his podcasting i know i feel yeah. like i feel like your girlfriend will hang out with my wife uh because <laughs> same thing like yes this is funny story yesterday i was going live on facebook right we had this challenge going on and uh, you know, surprise, she joined the live as an audience member. I'm like, she's like, Caitlin popped up. I'm like, what? This is the first time that you're seeing my content in like how many years, right? And then she goes and puts a comment. I cannot get out of this. How do I get out of this? Like she could not find the exit. And I was just cracking up. I thought it was hilarious. So I feel like, you know, she's like, I, I don't want to listen to you, man. Like I listen to you in the house all the time. So I feel Whoa. like they'll, they'll, they'll be able to your, hang out. <laughs> your wife is the ultimate troll. She just troll you right there. Oh, absolutely. I thought I sh I'm not, I'm sure she did that on purpose. Like I have, well, yeah. Anyways, you know what, Jeremy, I'm glad we're here because we all love podcasting. We all want to talk about podcasting all day long. And, you know, this is the stage to do so. So why don't you, you know, what? why don't you tell us exactly why the Podcast Marketing Academy was born, right? Because, I mean, like you said in your journey, um, and this is a very, very fast recap, right? But you used to have a job where you were listening to podcasts for like eight hours a day and you you started transitioning into into the industry. It's like, hmm, what if I can do this for other people, right? So what led you to create a course that now you can reach people at scale, right? I, I'm, I don't know if there's a factor in, in that that motivates you. Yeah, so going back before that, like like you said, I was a huge, my job was not to listen to podcasts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, I worked a job where I was able to listen to audio at work. There you so go. I, I did listen to uh, to podcast for like eight hours a day plus in the off time and uh, just an obscene amount of, of podcast listening the, the year that I spent doing that job and that was uh, working manual labor doing landscaping uh, before that though I went to school to be an audio engineer and so I was coming at it very much from the technical side of things and I had uh, I ended up working this landscaping job because the the music industry does not offer that many uh, great paying opportunities these days which is what I originally wanted to get into so I was just paying the bills while I was working, uh, trying to get established in the online business world. And so I came into podcasting very, very much from like the technical audio perspective. And I think like a lot of people, when they're starting podcasts, that feels like this big, the big unknown thing, the most challenging thing. If I can just figure out how to like record great sounding audio, like that's all I need and I'll be off and running. That's what most of our clients come to, like their biggest uh, frustrations and struggles and pain points are all around like how do like what mic do i get how do i record it how do i make sure the guest quality sounds good it's all the technical stuff and so being a technical expert uh, having worked in big studios and all that like that was pretty easy to work with a lot of clients especially yeah. like lower level clients who i mean i started out on upwork editing podcasts for 30 
$5 an episode, super cheap. Wow. And, uh, and now we work in monthly packages that are a lot more inclusive of a lot more services for much, much, much higher than that. Uh, and have built up a team around that. But there was kind of a gap there where I was looking at our clients and, you know, we were having some churn. So we operate on a uh, monthly recurring kind of package system. Yeah. And we were seeing that, you know, we were keeping a lot of our clients for the long term, but all the ones that we were keeping on for long term, like they were having really great success with their shows and they were growing their shows. They were getting a lot of downloads. They were having people uh, joining their lists, buying their products, filling their programs, all all the things that you you know, start your podcast to achieve in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think probably anybody listening to this show is creating content for a business purpose. They're not just doing it because it's like art mm. or fun or a hobby. And, you know, there may be some of that mixed in with that. I create a lot of content that is very much like I do it because it makes me happy to do it as well. And other people resonate with that as well. So like, if you can do that, that's amazing. And that's really the dream. Yeah. Um, but so the people who were like having success, sticking with us for the long term, they were having a lot of success. They were achieving all those goals with their shows that they set out to. The people who were churning, who were like dropping off, you know, maybe they'd be with us for six months, maybe a year, then they might just quit their show entirely. Um, those were the people who were not seeing those results. And, you know, if we're honest, that's most people. Most people who start podcasts do not see results very quickly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Part of that is just, you know, any kind of content creation. I know you guys talk about this. I think we talked about this a bunch last time is that it takes time. Like you're not going to see results in three months after like publishing every day. Uh, you might start to see some results, but you're probably not going to like become a millionaire overnight by just like, okay, I put out 10 great blog posts and now like, where's all the clients? Why aren't they coming yeah. in? Yeah. Uh, so there, like, there definitely is that that time factor that you need to be consistent over a year, a year and a half, two years, and that's when it's going to really start to ramp up and kind of those um, results are going to compound. But of course, as the business owner, seeing people who were like churning and dropping off and not sticking with us, I was like, okay, like what, what are these people missing that our other clients are doing? Like, where's the disconnect here and how can we kind of help them solve mm -hmm. that problem both so they get more success and if they get more success, they're going to keep working with us and everybody kind of wins here. And as well, like a lot of them were putting out really great content. And I think that's the big, big frustration for so many content creators is that your content is good like people are yeah enjoying it they're taking something from it and you know like if i could just get this in front of more people like i know that this will work in the long run but i've tried everything i can think of and i don't know what else to do like what yeah why aren't why isn't this spreading why aren't i getting more email subscribers more podcast downloads blog page views whatever it is yeah and so i started getting really curious about like okay like what are these two different groups of people there was like a very distinct hard split here mm. and so i started doing interviews with all of our clients and all the people and um not all the people in a facebook group i had there was like <laughs> two thousand people in there um but a number of people I'd be who, like you uh, spend the last five years interviewing people yeah, yeah that's every day like eight journey. calls yep, a day yeah yep, yep, that's <laughs> commitment <laughs> yeah so yeah, basically I just got, got curious and started like sending out surveys, doing one-on-one -on -one interviews uh, yeah. with people and just making lists and lists and lists and seeing like, okay, like where are the overlaps here? What are people doing? What are the common things that people are doing that are causing them to stay stuck? And what are the common things that people are doing to help them see results? And so basically it was out of all this research that I started coming up with this list of like, okay, here are these things that everyone who does well has these things in place and everybody who's not doing well, like they might have one or two of these things in place, but they don't have all of them. Yeah. And so basically um, it's boiled down to in this course, there's four modules and they address each of those kind of things that is, is really important specifically for podcasting in order to you know get these things in place in order to grow your show consistently. And uh, I think that the thing that I definitely want us with my approach is that it's not about like 
advertising and pure exposure. Like three out of the four modules are really about building the foundation of your content and the strategy behind that. And once you have that, the final module is on getting more exposure, but exposure without any of that foundation is not going to do anything for you. And that's where most people yeah. skip to the like, I just need to get pay like for more ads and I need to get my face out there more and do all this stuff, get everywhere on social media, and then I'll be successful. Yeah. And that's just almost never the case. Ooh. Yes, I, I, I love that, Jeremy. That aligns so much with with our message that we share all the time, right? We have this yeah. uh, this framework that we call the publishing pyramid, right? And none of it works if you don't have your basis, your foundations, right? Which is part of your messaging, right? Knowing, yeah. understanding your market, understanding how you're expressing, um, you know, your message to your market. So that is yeah. so, so important. And we're also, last week, we started talking a lot about conscious action, right? And mm. There's the Bruce Lee quote, which is, I don't fear the man that practiced 10,000 different kicks once, but I fear the man that practiced uh, one kick 10,000 times, right? Yeah. And I, I we go back to the quote because we said he misses something in there, which is, uh, imagine if you practice that one kick 10,000 times wrong, right? Then you are just going to get it very wrong and you're going to have that ingrained in your brain. And yeah. it's the same with podcasting and, the, and and understanding the foundations and the basis on on marketing, right? Honestly, on your on on your messaging, on doing that market research, understanding who you're talking to. It is so so important. So I love that the basis of your academy, right, is that is the fact that is a hey, we are going to go deep in principles and foundations that we're going to understand what is actually going to make you successful in the long term yeah. and then we're gonna work on these tactics and strategies that might help that that are gonna help you out gain more exposure but you know if you gain exposure but your message is not there you cannot serve people the right way it's just gonna be a downward spiral because then you're probably gonna start getting negative testimonials right negative reviews on your podcast it's not good and then it's it's just gonna go down from there so i i love that that focus that you have right now yeah. Yeah. And I, I think like the other thing, oh, sorry, to just the no, one thing go to ahead. Go, go, go. On, on what Fonzie was saying there um, that came to mind is like basically when I think about content and podcasts, if you anybody who's listening to this, I would be curious for you to go through your list of shows that you listen to regularly and just think about like, how did I come across this initially? And I've done this for myself. And, you know, out of maybe 20 shows, there might be like four or five that I, you know, did some kind of keyword search to, to look and learn something. Um, I was, you know, maybe I'm looking for content marketing or online marketing or, you know, start my podcast or whatever that is. And you come across a, a show that related to that. But the rest, almost all of the rest of those, like, 15 out of 20 were all word of mouth. Like somebody told me about them. And I think that this is the thing that it kind of feels as content creators. Like we know that, you know, if we create a good show, it should grow by word of mouth, but that feels like so far beyond our control. It's like, well, we can't control what people <laughs> yeah. say about us. Like how, how do we, how do we do that? We, we can ask our people to, I mean, they won't even like subscribe to the show or like rate and review. Like, are they actually going to tell somebody else about it? And I think the thing that we forget is that like we can control that if we create a show worth talking about in the first place. And so that's where that foundation is like, yes, you need to like get in front of those initial people, those initial like people who are going to become your diehard super fans. And, you know, maybe that's getting in front of just 10 of those perfect people. And that's mm -hmm. where some of that exposure comes in and you can speed it up by getting more exposure. But at the end of the day, like you're you, the way you grow a big show is by people talking about it because 100 people talking about your show 
can spread it so much further than you can do alone. Yeah. Oh man, this mm. is so good. Like, and and Jeremy, as you were talking, I'm reflecting on on our journey, right? Like, and uh, we're very proud of what we achieved. We're very proud of like the 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 relationships that we were able to build. But you know. I don't think or I don't consider our show a big show, right? Like, um, you know, maybe we're too we're too hungry. I don't know. Who knows? But at the same time, with that said, though, we've been getting this incredible feedback from the people that have been tuning into the show in, in every channel, right? Because it's obviously mm -hmm. it comes out as an audio. Uh, we have the behind the scenes that we're doing now. We have, yep. you know, the clean cuts. We have the golden boulders coming out every single day in, in social media. And because of that, Right after a few months of consistency, we were able to open a, a group with a challenge of a story that that it was very close to of the forty five life story. Right on how we started publishing, and the challenge we now have a hundred people with us going yeah. through it together. And this was people that raised their hands like, guys, we want to join you. We want to do this with you guys. Right and and. As I look back, I'm like, wow, like what an impact, right? And and it was through consistency and I, and I was going through and you you were mentioning long-term, right? And I think like everything in, in life is long-term, right? Like yeah. those quick fixes, those things, they don't work. They're garbage, right? Like, and, and going back, we were in that situation where like we needed a quick fix. We needed to find, you know, we needed to buy all the bra marketer stuff that makes you rich <laughs> in like two days, right? And, uh, and it was like that initial greed that got us going, but it has evolved way past that um, and I love the content creators I love the people that commit to this because that means that they're on a different phase in their life and they're ready to kind of take action and build on the foundations that you are bringing them with these amazing tools so uh, I love everything that you do like in my head I'm like man I wish we had this like nine months ago right uh, you know to 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 give us a little bit of direction, right? Like for us, it was like, let's go execute and, you know, we'll bump here, poof, and then we'll get back and then we'll bump there and then we'll get back. Yeah. And <laughs> we're bruised. That's why I wear a hoodie, right? So you don't see my bruises of that of the journey. But with this, I think that would have been an amazing direction. So thank you for, for bringing this. I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of people that might be starting or even that already have a show but need to, you know, correct and fastest way to, to understand th those foundations to continue to grow. No. Yeah, I I mean like the 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 course is actually made for people who've been going at it for a while. Like Perfect. most of our customers like th this is too overwhelming for if you're just starting out. And I think like mm -hmm. a lot of the foundational stuff is important. Uh, I will at some point create a, a second course that's just the, you know, launching a course or la sorry, launching launching a new show. But this is for people who basically I created for my clients who were struggling because that's like where it all came back to is like, okay, we've got these clients, mm. what can I make for them so that they they actually start getting results and they can be more like this this other group yes. of clients who's already achieving results. And that's so awesome. basically I I love the, it. The, the typical client has been producing a, or the typical customer of this academy, we've been through it kind of two beta versions so far, and this is the first more public uh, launch of the, the program. Um, that typically been podcasting for a year to two years. We've had some people who've been going three years already. And who, I mean, that's a long time to produce content. And yeah. I know a lot of people like they keep going because they love producing it and they know there's something valuable there and they get good feedback from people. There's just not enough 
people. And yeah. so that's who it's really designed for. It's like you've been going for a while and you're just frustrated and you've like tried all the things and you're like, well, what else is there to try? And so that's really who this is made for. Okay. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, 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 okay. So, so here, here okay. Big, big analogy here. Let's see. Fonsi, I know that you have like this incredible question in your head. I can see it. You know, your, your pimple is coming out and you're like, ah, oh, let's do it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you know, have you, have you guys ever heard or seen the tracks, the track max track max tool is for off-roading off-road vehicles. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I, I own a Jeep. I love it. Fonzie, no, he has a Kia, whatever. Uh, sorry, Fonzie, we need to get you on the Jeep wagon anyways. So when you go to the beach, right. And then let's say you go on, t on like soft sand or in, in snow, right. And then if you, if you start rolling, right, that, that traction, you won't get so much traction and then your car will dig into that sand. Right. So I feel because we've been there too, that sometimes that content creation is like, we're, we're rolling. We're trying to find that traction. And then maybe we move like a centimeter, you know, a little bit ahead or yeah. no. And then, but, but we keep digging. Right. And we don't know why we don't know. Is it first gear? Is it like, what, what am I doing wrong? Do I need to put the four by four? Right. Obviously, you know, for those listening that are experts of rotors, you know, Bear with me. Now, <laughs> there's this tool that is called uh, Traxmax, I believe. I saw the ad this morning. I might be butchering the whole name, but it's this plastic, like, uh, reinforced plastic thing that you put in front of the wheel, or in front of the, yeah, in front of the wheel, and then it gets you that traction. So your course is that. It's people that have been digging into the sand for so long, and they know because they love their vehicle. They love their Jeep. They love their podcast, right? And they're like, I don't want to get out of this. And then you come in, and you put that tracks max in there, and then it goes, and, and you get out of the sand, and you move forward. Ha, huh, Okay. Fancy. Did I did I uh, approved analogy approved? Oh man! Uh, yeah, that, I, yes. I like that analogy. That, that was pretty good. Ah, that was so awesome. So yeah, I just want to share that. Uh, George Bryant, you should be proud of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but I think this is, this this is an incredible tool. And when you described it, it is like that, right? Because okay, yes, getting mm -hmm. started it can be challenging, but it also can be very simple. As in, let's take action, right? But at the same time, as you start seeing that you might find yourself in a position where you're like, okay, what's next, right? And we've seen it in different ways and our show pivoted from just us to interviews to then relationship building. It has been incredible, but it's, yeah. it's, it's been 150 episodes, right? And there's people in there with a year of publishing, two years, three years, that uh, might need that direction. And then one of those models can be that that spark. I right? be like, oh my God, yeah. that, that's the one that was missing. Um, so yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, and I think that the, a lot of the people who started three years ago, like things have changed so much in the past few years when it comes to podcasting. There's just so much more competition. And I think like three years ago, there was already a lot of competition, but they were learning from people about starting podcasting who started five years ago. And five years ago, it was very, I don't want to say it was very easy, but I know a lot of people who had a much easier time starting shows like five, six, seven years ago where you could just yeah. create a show and you were going to build an audience. Like as long as your audio quality was decent, the content was decent, like you were just naturally going to build mm. momentum. And so they yeah. kind of didn't have to think as hard about the, the strategic part of building the foundation out. And so when they started creating mm. courses and stuff like that, they'd never had to deal with it. And so it was just like, well, you know, this is what you do. This is how I was successful. This is how anybody will be successful podcasting. Yeah. And so now I think we need like a different approach to that to be like, okay, if there are now a million shows versus back then where there might have been, you know, two or three hundred thousand, like 
that you need to be able to stand out in a whole different way there um, when it comes to starting a show in 2021, or yeah. even if you've started a few years ago and you just never address those foundational elements of what's your major differentiator, like who exactly, what's the narrow, narrow niche you're speaking to, and like what are the content topics that you are the best uh, positioned person to speak to that's yeah. going to resonate with them, and, and all these other questions. Yeah. Absolutely, I think it, it definitely is important to you know you're growing with the market, right? And a yeah. lot of people is. I don't know, the first thought that came to mind was education, right? Like university. Yeah. Uh, that in, in a lot of cases, not always, right? But it is you go to school and then you're like, man, like this is, I haven't used anything of what I learned yeah. inside of the school outside, right? I feel like a lot of the things that I learned were like pretty obsolete. And yeah. so I love the fact that you are, have been iterating as well because you said this is like the third time that you do it, yeah. right? The third time that you're bringing this and is like the more official one that you've done. Yeah. And I'm curious, you know, what have been some, some of the lessons that you've learned through those iterations, yeah. right? Because I'm sure from one to two, like there was this, you know, maybe certain patterns that you saw, yeah. lessons that you learned that you're like, oh, this would be extremely valuable to add for this new yeah. one. Jeremy, yeah. before, before you go there, like I want to highlight something that might have gone undercover that you said earlier, and it goes along with Fonzie's question, uh, but it's you listen to your customers, right? And, and for those business mm -hmm. owners that are there listening, this is so important, right? Like we were on a conversation with a company in Colombia uh, a couple of days ago, and they had this. Ha they have this amazing idea, vision of a women's center, right? And uh, of different tools for women's because the story of the owner is so very is is very powerful, and uh, and she found in dancing like her way out of migrating to that country, finding her people, and and then you know, she started attracting that audience, right? And imagine that the dancing on that studio is her platform, like many of our shows are. And she started attracting that, that audience, right? And then immediately she started uh, understanding the problems of these women that were coming to her, right? And now she had a list of like 30 things that she wanted to do in this woman's center, right? And when we asked her, well, where are you at there, right? And she's like, well, we're in this little office space, taking about 14 people dancing. And I'm like, okay, well, the vision is great right now. The what's, what's the plan was one by one. And uh, it, it's incredible to me that sometimes we we forget that our current customers are telling us where to go. So yeah. for her was her homework mm -hmm. for the whole week was like, hey, go ask your people, like what would be like rank the things that they need first. And then immediately you can test that out and see if it grabs traction, right? So for you, in your case, that's something really, really important that you did. You went like you start spotting these, these problems, these questions, these concerns of your current clients, right? And you're like, how can I serve them at a higher level, right? And and I think that's such an important lesson uh, in any business, right? Go back to your customers. What are they struggling with? How can I help them? And then if you know they're having that issue, probably other people are having that issue as well. So I'm like, okay, let me work on a solution for them. You say you had two versions, and then you're releasing this third one, right? To to the general public and i thought that you said it very quick very casually but it's such an important point because sometimes we have this idea in our head of a product of a service that might look incredible might feel incredible but then when we put it out to market it flops is because we haven't really addressed those pains in the right way so i just wanted to highlight that before mm -hmm. you go into fonzie's uh, answer on the rest of it because it's so important for business owners to understand yeah. that concept and turn around and go back and be like okay let me ask my current customer what is what are the issues what are the follow-up pro problems that they're having let me 
help him, let me serve him a little bit higher. So I just want to yeah. say thank you and highlight that before you now do your incredible answer for Francis' question. <laughs> if we if we remember which one is it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Regarding the, the iterations between the, the three exactly. different, exactly. Okay. the third <laughs> program. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to me. I think because uh, I've been wanting to, you know, for the past five or six years, as, as long as I've been in online business, like wanting to, you know, create a course of some kind. And so this was the first like real big course. I'd done some workshops, some some mini things like that in the past, but uh, this was the big, the first big full course that I've done. And it's like uh, it's a beast. There's over twenty hours of content in it. Wow. Um, it's there's like a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. And so that was actually. Going into the first time, I did it as a beta. I pre-sold it. I didn't have anything recorded or created. I had the lesson plan outline ready to go. And so I like knew what was going to be in it, but I didn't know like, okay, I, I have this many lessons. How long is each lesson going to be? Is it going to be 10 minutes or is it going to be 30 minutes? Um, yeah. And really, they ended up being on the longer side of things. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is a huge course. And the way I had structured it, structured that first one was that it was a 16-week cohort. So a certain uh, number of lessons were released every week for the 16 weeks of the program. Yeah. And the, the the big feedback there was that people were falling behind, that it was just like too much content to be able to like keep up and implement every week. And so mm -hmm. now I had all this, it, it was all pre-recorded videos that I had done there. But for the second cohort, I was like, okay, I wanna make this more, um, more focused and bring more kind of like um, accountability and, and kind of an, an action orientation to it. And so all the, the pre-recorded videos were still there, but yeah. then we did uh, still 16 weeks, uh, a cohort, and we did, I taught um, the, the highlights of those, um, all those lessons live uh, every week over the 16 weeks. Yes. And so that one did well, but nice. also not everyone was, there've been some like other issues with that one that have been presented. And so this one's gonna be a much more go at your own pace style course this time mm. with regular Q and A's, because we were still getting where, over 16 weeks is such a long time to be able, like four months to be able to commit to showing up every week that of course, like life happens. And so people like couldn't make it one week and then like they kind of missed out on that yeah. kind of um, Q and A and, and discussion around it. And so this one, it's gonna be more go at your own pace. It's gonna be all the videos, but there's gonna be weekly uh, Q and A support calls where, you know, whatever stage anyone's at mm -hmm. in any part of the process, they can just show up and ask their questions and get them answered and have a discussion with the rest of the group. So it's still gonna no. be kind of like uh, a cohort who's um, like this only opens up twice a year yeah. and so it's going to be a fairly like limited number of people in this one going through I don't uh, I, I kind of like keeping them a bit smaller yeah. um, rather than having like hundreds of people in at a time so the first one was 20 the past one was 15 this one will be a little bit bigger because it's a, a little bit different uh, format yeah. but um, so it's going to be yeah still an intimate kind of group of people and there's going to be that space for Q&A and getting questions answered and conversation and seeing what other people are doing but I think part of what I've learned is that there's so there's so much content here that I don't want to rush people through it. Yeah. And so that's part of the reason of moving to this other kind of uh, method where basically you'll get lifelong access to this support community. And so you'll have Q&A access forever rather than just the 16 weeks. And so you're not like pressured to like, well, I need to figure out this this week so I can move on to this next week. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so then you don't really do the homework and, and work on each of those kind of really fundamental elements that are presented in the lessons. And uh, so I think that that's a huge thing where I've been like yeah. kind of in the first two, I was like, I, I might be doing people a bit of a disservice here by like the pace is so fast that I don't think they're fully having time to implement like, and they can go do that 
anytime after the fact, but there's a kind of pressure imposed by the timeline in order to like keep up and move on to the next thing before finishing the previous one. So I, I would say Absolutely. that that's one of the big changes. And then the second thing that I'm just really, really excited about, I know we've, uh, we've talked about this before since in the last episode, I'm super into notion right now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. man. Okay. We, we should have a whole, oh, dude, I, yeah. the, the last like three days is been notion, no time. This is why this is here today is because <laughs> I, there, there's, I've, haven't slept <laughs> yeah so so i basically the, the first version of this course i uh launched about a year uh, from right now i think it was march april may sometime 2020 and then the second cohort was in i want to say october november 2020 and i discovered notion in uh the end of december 2020 so it's only been the last few months and since getting into it almost as soon as i got familiar with the, with the program i was like oh man i can create just some like badass homework templates in here this is going to be so amazing yeah. and so now i i've got this whole like homework te homework template system that there's nice. going to be like the worksheets i'm like so excited about them to just like go through them myself <laughs> even though i like i've done all this stuff and i've like created templates for everything and uh so i'm really excited about that for the ability to um yeah. kind of like have a I, one of the things that I found actually through Notion, this is so interesting, is when you have a place to put something, you do it. And so like when you like one of the things that I always really admire people who have like all these quotes for every occasion and they're like in a blog post that like throw in this quote here or like in any book, like I would like love to write books one day and they have these perfect quotes for every situation. And I'm like, how do they keep track of these and remember these? Are they in notebooks? Right. And so like in Notion, now I just have like one place is like, anytime I find a quote, it just goes here. And then like with ideas, I feel like that is true for myself. Anytime uh, I have an idea, I just put it there and then I review it at the end of the week and I can like remember them and be like, oh, this is good, this is bad. That can be forgotten about this one. I'm gonna prioritize, move it into this project. And so I feel like that's one of the things where I've really discovered that by building out templates and and kind of frameworks for things, it's way easier to do the thing. It stops becoming this abstract idea and it becomes, oh, all I need to do is fill in the blanks and I'll have done it. It's not like this yeah. kind of amorphous cloud that you're like, you don't quite know how to grab it or approach it. You have mm. like, okay, A, B, C, okay, I filled those out. I was given the prompt, a question to answer and I answered it. I thought about it for like two minutes and it's done. And then you like have this breakthrough because you just like all, all it really took was like three minutes of writing stuff down, kind of journaling on it. And all of a sudden, like you realize, oh, that wasn't such a big thing as I thought. And now I have way more clarity on this. And so yeah, yeah. Um, basically, that's how the, the homework templates Ooh. are designed. There are a lot of prompts and questions to think about, things to answer. And I mean, in, in the over the total of the course, it's a lot of things. <laughs> but each each lesson is actually pretty small and yeah. bite sized information to be able to work through and, and make a lot of progress. Yeah, Jeremy that's awesome. I, I love it. I, I just want to highlight your passion, man. Like the fact, like as soon as you started this episode, you, the energy and the passion level has just increased. So <laughs> I want to encourage everybody listening, right? Like if you want to be part of those, that limited amount of people, go to the link that's right in the description and sign up because it's the third time that, you know, they're getting amazing results. Uh, it's incredible. I think it's going to, you know, be that tool that continue to grasp momentum. And if you have Jeremy behind the wheel with this passion, I mean, I can only imagine <laughs> what the final result is, which is so incredible, right? Like, and, and, uh, you know, we personally sync with, with that, right? Like with people that are really passionate about their, their stuff and, we are passionate about content and teams and the, the modern media stuff. And uh, every time people talk to us, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm also excited, but I don't know. I don't <laughs> really know why. I'm like, I know why, because, you know, you're also like us. And, and I feel like we, we have that energy as well. And, I, and I'm feeling it and I, and I love it, man. And when you put that amount of love in your craft, in, what, mm. in, in that amount of love in, in the servitude to your audience, to your current clients even, right? 
because a lot of people say, well, I make this sale and then that's it. I won. I'm like, no, that's really when it starts, man. Like, that's really when you have to start taking care of that relationship with everything in your power to make sure that, you know, you can serve them to the highest of their ability and then they can go and run and have an amazing success. So, and this is what I see with you, man, in this second interview. It's been so fun from that first time to now this and we're like, oh, this is so good, the behind the scenes. And thank you for walking us through your process because a lot of people are like, man, especially business owners, they might be thinking about launching their own thing, right? They might be thinking about doing their own stuff and this will bring a lot of clarity to that on like, oh, sweet. Like the fact that you said, Whenever we have a place to put stuff, it gets done. I'm like, sweet, find your place to put stuff, right? For us, lately, it has been Notion, right? Like, you know, I had Evernote, uh, Workflowy. <laughs> I'm moving everything to Notion, by the way. So, I don't know. This is not uh, promoted by Notion, by the way. <laughs> this is not sponsored Kate, by them. <laughs> so, so, this, uh, Kate, this is, exactly, this is exactly the thing that I, I want to mention because I found myself... I, I'm not notion does not have an affiliate program. I don't believe I tell everybody about it And I'm like so excited that I have like now five <laughs> friends who and and you guys I don't know if you heard about it through me or, or what but like there's a I bunch did. of people who like I I know Like they started using notion because I told them about it <laughs> And I think the thing here is like this is the same thing We want for our content is people who have nothing. Yes. They don't get anything out of it They just get so much value out of that content like it it is that they like will tell everybody and it's funny like I've been on a few calls with people uh, with my mastermind with my team anytime I start talking about notion there's this like smile that creeps across my <laughs> face and I can't keep it off and I'm just like oh man I just want to go like play in it and build stuff in it and I think that that's the same thing for all of like our favorite shows for our favorite blogs newsletters yeah. like we can't shut up about it and so that's what this academy <laughs> oh, is really so about is like how do we create that type of show that people like can't stop grinning about when they start talking about and like all their friends are annoyed with them because they like have told them about it a dozen times <laughs> and like that's that's the kind of content yeah. that grows in the end oh, yeah so no I, I, absolutely it's so important and like my brother said you can tell the level of of that you and, and intention that you put in all this and I think that's what separates as well free products from paid products, right? Because, yes, we might be able to learn anything out there in, in YouTube University, right? But the difference, the main difference is the level of support and accountability that you are going to get when when you get into these programs, right? Into this cohort. Yeah. And right, like what, what I'm surprised about is the fact that you have go back into round one and two and reflect it on how can I support these people better, right? How can I yeah. get them a step, a step closer to what the goal of this cohort is, which is impressive, right? Because a lot of people, they launch at one time and then they see, you know, certain percentage of success within the people that took it. And they're like, oh, it's a good course. I'm just going to relaunch it again and relaunch it yeah. again. But what I love about you, man, is that you actually care and you're actually going back, reflecting and saying, huh, I can actually, you know, instead of making it an intensive 60 week, I'm just going to let them self-pace themselves and put these activities in here and you're doing that work yourself, which is absolutely amazing. And so thank you for that. Like, yeah. just because of that, I do want, uh, like, of course, I want to encourage people to sign up either way. But I think that right there is a difference, right? Because you know you have, you have someone in your corner that is going to push you to actually, you know, achieve that goal that you're looking to achieve yeah 
Yeah. Jer- Jeremy, as we as we wrap up, I mean, we could talk to you about this all day, just so you know. Um, but <laughs> so where <could> I. <laughs> where can where can people go? Like where where like after all this whole passion truck came in, and you know the Max tracks yeah. helping them on being unstuck from their from their shows. Um, where 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 are we going? Yeah, so um, you can go check out the uh, the course. The sales page isn't uh, updated uh, live yet right now, but you can go to counterweightcreative.co slash marketing and sign up for the waitlist, and you'll basically get a seven-day email sequence just walking you through. If, if this hasn't been enough for you of <laughs> the overview of the course, uh, that uh, seven-day email sequence will just tell you a bit about like who it's for, what it's for, some of the outcomes, kind of answer any questions you might have about it, and you'll be the first to know then when that goes live uh, coming up in a few weeks at the start of yeah. April. Um, the other thing that I'm also doing uh, leading up to this launch, because I know a lot of people, one of the reasons that they do want to grow their audiences is uh, to monetize in many ways, but sponsorships are one of those. And I have not seen a lot of great information out there on podcast sponsorships. And so I'm Ooh. doing a free five-day workshop, uh, which kicks off on Monday, March 29th. And so that's going to be, uh, there's going to be more Notion templates. Uh, you can guarantee <laughs> yes. that. <laughs> and uh, there's going to be, uh, it's going to be half hour every morning of lessons and then a uh, half hour of Q&A uh, for five days that week. And so um, that is going to be, I'm going to be teaching everything that I know about earning uh, high ticket sponsorships. We've had some clients who have, you know, a thousand downloads per episode on their podcast and have multiple we have one client who he has two sponsors each paying three thousand dollars a month with about a thousand downloads an episode which i think most people look Mm. at that and are like that's impossible like why how how do you get those and i've seen that with multiple clients and i think they're it's really about aiming niche and thinking about it from a completely different perspective than the typical uh, sponsorship approach so so jeremy i i actually wanted to talk about this like since the beginning because i remember you sharing this story with me so i just want to put this I want to frame what you just said for people that are listening, right? We were talking about some of the stats that we that we listen and read all over the place, right? And actually, John Lee Dumas, right, Entrepreneur on Fire, he said, I think that you can charge, it's like 18 bucks or 45 bucks per thousand views yeah. for, for sponsors, right? Which, yeah. I mean, now compare that to what you are talking about, the 3,000, right? For a yeah. thousand downloads. And not only that, it's, if you are to be in the 1% of podcasters, you need to have like over 3,000 downloads in the first seven days. And usually the ones that are in the 1% are the ones that get like revenue ad, like, uh, revenue mo- uh, ad money and, yeah. and they get sponsorships and all that stuff, right? So when you told me the story about that person that has like 1,000 downloads per episode and he's getting two separate sponsorships of $3,000, right, per month. I'm like, that is amazing. Like, that is something people need to understand, right? The the principles and foundations behind that so they can uh, apply it. So I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up because, and and the reason I just shared these little stats is so people understand the magnitude and the importance of what you just said, right? That is, it's not just you need to be, a one percenter like there's other ways to do it yeah and yeah basically when i've done the math and you can kind of 
take this with a grain of salt because it's not always, this is one of the things that we're going to talk about in this workshop is that it's not yeah. always about just pricing that ad slot. It's about adding in other ways that you can offer value for the sponsors as well. And a lot of people ignore all that stuff and they're leaving a ton of money on the table when they do that. Um, but basically if you were to compare that to that industry average, like 18 to $25 per thousand uh, downloads, this would be somewhere between, we've had clients between like 20 to 50 times that amount. So it, that's like a huge increase over that. And I think that's the other thing is that it's not, Oh, there's so much misinformation. You hear people like asking questions like, how many downloads do I need per episode in order to start getting sponsors? And a lot of people will say like, oh, a thousand or 5,000 or 10,000. But we've mm -hmm. had we, we've had people launch brand new shows and line up like $800 per episode sponsorships for a number of episodes before they've had a single download yet. And so wow. I think like if you know how to approach it and if you know how to sell it and if you know how to like pitch what your platform is going to be and yeah. who that audience is, like you can do really well with sponsorships. And the other thing, like I'll say on this, I used to be a huge skeptic of sponsorships, like up until a couple <laughs> of years ago, before I'd seen some of this stuff from some of the people we worked with, I was like, no, sponsorships are a waste of time. And like, you're much better like selling your own products and services. And now I've seen a lot of people like this client who has those two sponsors, like he also sells his products and services. And so he just gets an extra $6,000 a month for a little bit of extra work. And I think both of these sponsors have signed on for a full year. Like that's wow. a huge commitment and they've re-signed after like doing a previous six month period with him. Yeah. So clearly they're getting great results. He's getting great results. And one of the, the secrets here is that uh, to getting these types of sponsorships is like every, almost every single member of his audience needs those two sponsors or, or a company like them. Yeah. And so everybody's getting like positive exposure. It's really a win, win, win scenario. Here. Absolutely. It's, it's that concept that we That's talked amazing. about, that perfect concept, uh, perfect content, right? Like with, that we described with Pablo in the back. Dude, Jeremy, thank you, man. This has been incredible. Again, where, where are people going? Did I get it right? Is it countercreative.co slash marketing? No. Yep. So that's where they can go to sign up for the waitlist for the, wait for the list. course. Perfect. And if you want to find out everything else about me, uh, you can go to counterweightcreative.co slash content is profit, all one word. And uh, you'll have all my social links and everything will be there. And I know you guys will have stuff in the show notes as well. Yeah, so. we'll put all those links right there, man. Thank you so much. Uh, any last thoughts that we might have missed? Uh, this was so awesome and incredible. The, the last thing that came up that I think is worth mentioning here, you, we talked a little bit about enthusiasm here. And I've, I think like everybody's pitched stuff before that hasn't done well. Like that's just like nobody has anything successful that hasn't done things that have like flopped first. Yeah. And the thing that I noticed when I first sold this beta last year was like the my own level of enthusiasm and excitement. And the, I talked about this with um, somebody who I interviewed for my show a while back where when you find that product for yourself, it's almost like when you actually like fall in love for the first time and you like thought you had experienced that before with someone else. And it's not like till you actually land on it, you're like, oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like to, and like when you're excited about the thing you're offering, yeah. it's so much easier to get other people excited about it as well. And so I think that yeah. that's just worth mentioning. Like I, I've tried to sell many things. Like you, you I think that's just the natural like progression of, of building a business <laughs> is you like start with things that you think are pretty good ideas, but you're not quite sold on them. Yeah. And like eventually they get better and better. And then you like land on something that you're like, whoa, this is like the thing. And yeah, like yeah. people are getting a ton of value about this. I know how great it is personally that I can like sell. Like I, I just it like pains me to think that somebody doesn't know that this is an option that might help them versus sometimes you're like, uh, I feel like, you know, maybe are people going to regret buying this or something like that. And when mm -hmm. you like really believe in the product, I think that like it's just 
different for, for yeah. everybody involved. And so I think like for anybody listening, like with your own products and services and anything like that, like keep experimenting and working with stuff until you find that thing that you're like, anybody like who doesn't see the value in this, like yeah. they are missing something or and maybe then on YouTube of not communicating it effectively, but like finding that thing that you were like so passionate to, to share, um, like, like we talked about with podcasts, like I'm me with notion, like whatever it is, like <laughs> yes. get something that you can't stop talking about and then tell people about it. Ah, uh, this is so yeah. good. Dude, Jeremy, thank you That's so much. Awesome. Fonzie, any last thoughts? We got like a minute left. You good? No, I just wanted to say thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. And I can't wait. Can't wait to see the results of the people that what they're gonna get when they join the podcast marketing academy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me on again. Absolutely, man. You're always welcome. And with that said, yep. guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that follow button. And uh, also follow us on social media at BizBrosco everywhere. That is right. And if you found this episode impactful and you want to sign up into the Podcast Marketing Academy, please, 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 you know where to go link in the description and don't forget to leave a five-star review see ya <laughs> bye guys